the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. My name is Cynthia McIntosh, and I welcome you to Nuggets of Truth Broadcast. On today, I want to address a very serious, delicate topic. This topic is on sexual abuse of children. I share on this topic today because God is concerned about his children. Although we birth them into the earth, all children still belong to the Lord. And he wants us to know and understand what they experience and feel when used as a sexual partner. Beloved, God never planned for children to be sexual partners to adults. Deep damage occurs to the children physically, emotionally, and psychologically. Sexual abuse is an unlawful, lustful act against children. And for this reason, the great news is that Christ has come and has flooded the earth with healers. I have invited a person to help me with the discussion on this topic, who I believe has been anointed to heal those who have been sexually abused. This dear sister is Minister Latrice Owens. Minister Latrice teaches that there are no excuses for not living an abundant life that Christ died for us to live. She proclaims to any woman that regardless of the turmoil and degradation one may have faced, we can still be awesome in Christ as long as we are willing to utilize all spiritual and practical resources the Lord who our source provides. I want to start out uh, with this session with a question that I ask her in this session on why children are unable to share their experience of sexual abuse. Listen to this. It could be because of that childlike uh, innocence um, that that person is holding on to, whereas that um, abuser told them that it was like their little secret, you know. Yes. And um, most of the time when the abuser is telling you that, um, the child doesn't want to go and tell the mom or anyone, anybody in, in, in that instance because they shared something that was intimate together. Okay. And with that um, abuser robbing them of that innocence of their virginity, you know, they look at that that that's some, that's that connection that they have with that abuser, and so they're if they share that with someone, they they feel that they're breaking that trust. Okay. And so um, it's it's very important for them actually to get rid of it. However. It's that connection. It's just like even in marriage, you know, you, you, you form that bond. And mm-hmm. that bond can last et- for eternal unless that person is willing to to release that 
secret, that confidence that they have in that abuser. That's the reason why a lot of women, men, and children hold on to it is because they feel that they're breaking that trust with that abuser. So along with the physical abuse, there is an emotional attachment. Absolutely. And it sounds like that attachment takes time to release because there's some loyalty connected to it. Absolutely. And it's just like the scripture says that, let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. And then we have to allow our minds to be renewed. So okay. when that person is still holding on, it's because their mind hasn't been renewed. They're still having that, that same mental capacity as they was as that child. Okay. You know, and sometimes um, it's hard for them to release that because they can, it, they can remember it like it was yesterday. Okay. That that's something that happened to them. But unless they allow God to heal them, and again, like I was saying, it's step by step. You know, it is a process. And unless they're willing for God to do that for them, they're going to keep holding it on. And that abuser is still going to have power over them. Just like it was, like, for me, except when I was age seven. Okay. You know, if I was still holding on to that, it was just like that abuser and me, you know, had that relationship on yesterday. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So if that person doesn't allow for God to heal them, to deliver them, to set them free, to make them whole, they're gonna, it, 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 their mindset is still going to be like, that just happened to me yesterday. Okay. You know, and it's still, they're still being stripped away day by day by okay. that same abuser. Wow. So what do you think is a key to releasing that emotional connection? What point in your life did you feel the physical and the emotional to be released? Oh, absolutely. Well, as we were talking before, you know, you definitely have to have supporters around you. Yes. And um, one one person that actually helped me was uh, Prophetess Deborah Drayton, mm -hmm. um, who saw that God needed to heal me, you know, and <laughs> she would come to me and, and, and tell me that, you know, God needs to heal you, you know, and I was like, yeah, 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 you know, God bless you <laughs> and, mm -hmm. and be on my way. But it was like the spirit, the spirit of God just still had that in the back of my mind that I needed to be healed, but not thinking that I really needed to be healed. I put it like in my, in the back of my mind. Yes. Yes. You know, and then till, um, uh, Deborah Armstrong who opened up safe embrace in, um, Northern Nevada wanted me to help her with the uh, program and so you know I volunteered and helped in the shelter and then God was like now is the time for me to be healed okay and so you know God telling me that and I'm still putting it on the back burner was like I have to do something about this right so then that's when um you know Deborah was having like um some sessions whether it was a group or a one-on-one -on -one, and I I said okay it, it, it is time so I would have the one-on-one -on -one, um sessions with her and it was just like, you know, she was mothering me through the process of being healed as I was uh, age seven, you know, and, and carrying that on to when I was a teenager and how I, I was being promiscu promiscuous in my teen years. And then um, even carrying over to my adulthood and, and in my relationship with my spouse, it was like, okay, it's time. It's time to be released from this because I don't want my marriage to be affected right, by right. what happened to me when I was a child. Okay. So it sounds like part of your healing was connected to your service unto the Lord. Absolutely. For as you intermingled among the people of God. And I say this because a lot of people want to isolate themselves. Right. You didn't let your issue isolate you. You know what? I actually did in the in the early uh, early stages of yes. being a Christian because I did not know how to really 
um, articulate myself to people. Um, like even my husband would tell you, you know, I would only share things with him, you know. And then when I would, you know, be in a group setting with women or with, with men, it just made me feel really um, standoffish. You know, I didn't want to be around them. I didn't know how to, you know, present myself to them. I thought that I had to be some impersonator, you know, that nice. I had to be some other person that and than who I really was. You know, it was like I was afraid to um, even share, um, you know, things that happened to me because yes. I thought that um, if I share that, I'd be being a minister's wife, that that was, you know, you don't, you don't go there. You don't go down that road, you know, but, you know, as God kept teaching me and, and keeping me around wise women, yes, I, I, I learned that I had to share. I had to open up because that's a part of our testimony. In order for us to be a witness to somebody, we have to share our testimony with them. And that is a part of my testimony is me overcoming, you know, the sexual abuse, you know, and, um, it, and being able to help other people. If I wouldn't have shared that with anyone, nobody would be healed. You know, what, what would be the purpose of God saving me, you know, if I don't share the bad times? You know what I'm saying? Everybody loves to share the good times, but you have to share the bad times as well to see how God delivered you from it. So it sounds like, we can't let our pain and hurts stay stuffed down because along with our healing comes blessings for other people around us. Absolutely. Now, I wouldn't have never thought that I would be married. Okay. Because in my teenage years, I was like, I'm never getting married. Yes. I'm never having children. Yes. You know, I'm never doing this. I'm never doing that. But God had something totally different in mind. You know, it, it, I got married at age 18. You know, okay. he saved me at 17, Excellent. you know, and I just thank God for that because he saved me from a life of just turmoil, you know, not only, um, you know, not only the sexual addiction, but my mom was, you know, being abused physically by men. And I saw that and I'm like, okay, I know for sure that that's not how men are supposed to treat a woman, you know, yes. to, to beat upon them and things like that. So in this, and just so many other things that was going on in our home that, I said, God has something better for me. And I cried out to him, you know, not having a relationship with him at that time. But I cried out to God and I said, God, I know you have something better for my life than this. And once I did that and he called, it was so funny how God, how God works things out. There was a ministry that we had on our high school campus. Okay. And it was like a Bible study. And this young man was a minister. Mm hmm. Went to, went to the Bible study. He was like, Patrice, I want you to come to our Bible study. We have Bible study at lunchtime. And I went and, you know, and he prayed for me for, for you know, for to be saved and everything. But of course I went out and I did what I, you know, I want to do as a high schooler, you know, yes. but then it was like, God just still had that spirit down within me, whatever he prayed over me at that time. And I took that home. Okay. Did not know really what the Bible was saying at that time, but I read it <laughs> because I was like, I needed something different. And then, um, me and Henry grew up together. So, and it was amazing how God reconnected us yes. again through a prom <laughs> and did not know that he would be my husband. Yes. So God is amazing how he works things out when you allow him to start re releasing you from hurts and pains of your past. It's amazing. So the release brought Henry. <laughs> he brought Henry. <laughs> Do you hear that, audience? <laughs> Holding it in can stop you from entering that path of relationships. Yes. For Latrice, it was marriage. Absolutely. 
you know, her marriage was a part of her healing. And what if she had not allowed the Lord to come into her life? Oh, wow. Absolutely. And it's amazing how, God, and that's what I do, is I look back over my life, seriously. You know, they, they sing that song, but I really do look back over my life and see where God brought me from that. I know it couldn't have been me. It yes. couldn't have been somebody else. It was absolutely Him orchestrating my life and putting specific person in my life to help me through the process and that's what women need they need somebody to walk help them walk through the process you know they cannot do it by themselves they need someone to help them through the process Mm. Teresa I love that Uh, we got about a minute here Uh, something that came to mind while you were talking is that that process Mm. was your process Shorter or longer or perfect for you? It was long. It was really long. And I did not allow myself, um, if I would have took the step-by-step process. Yes. Like God, you know, say, take this step, take that step, take that step. But when you hold back and say, no, I don't think this is is God. I think I need to, you know, hold on, you know, to this because I feel secure in it. Then that's what makes the process even longer. Is because he knows our heart. He knows how we are and, and what it's going to take for us to move forward. And so that's what we need to realize is that God is so compassionate for us that he, he even knows how we're going to journey through life and how long it's going to take us to end the process. Well, beloved, I'm going to end there. I hope you've enjoyed this session today. If you're a healer out there, I encourage you, reveal yourself. People are waiting on you. Be like Minister Owens. Share your story of healing. Well, beloveds, I've got to go. I pray you've been blessed today. God bless you, and I hope to share again with you all next week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.